Welcome to the Film Students Review. This week I'm joined by my friend and colleague Patrick. Hi Patrick. Hello. Um, so today we actually have a really interesting topic. Um, we're going to talk about the project that you've been doing for the past like 30 years, almost almost yep. 40 years now. Almost 30. So, okay, almost 30, right, yeah. math. Um, but yeah, do you want to do... How about you introduce yourself? Where yeah, are you okay. from? Um, my, my name is Patrick Callahan. I've um, moved from London or relocated to Edinburgh last year, so I've been here about 13 months. And part of that was to um, change the way I was living my life. My wife and I wanted to move out of London, and Edinburgh was the only option for mm -hmm. us. We love cities, and we've been to Edinburgh quite a lot. And the, I think the film scene in Edinburgh is fantastic. We've been to the film festival before, mm -hmm. and I knew that the, the university did a film studies master's, so I applied for that, and I'm now starting that master's part-time over mm -hmm. two years. And yes, yeah, so it was really to escape the life that I've been living before, but come to a great city and really start exploring film a bit more, in mm -hmm. a bit more depth. So do you have any specific kind of drive for doing a master's in film studies or was it just because it's an interest? Yeah, it's, it's mainly because it's an interest and everyone, all my friends, when I said I'm doing a master's in film studies, they say, well, duh, of course yeah. you are. <laughs> they thought it was a completely natural thing for me to do. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's really a, a part of it is because this project I've been doing, you mentioned, it, it's basically listing all the films I've watched for the last mm -hmm. 28 years. Um, and in doing that, I recognise that I watch a lot of films, a huge number of films, and I'm not very selective. So part of the, mm -hmm. the thing with the Masters was to learn more about it in, in depth about film, mm -hmm. and which I hope will allow me to be more selective in what I watch. So I don't mm -hmm. just watch anything I haven't seen before. Right. I, I have some pattern to my film yeah. watching. Right. So, so let's get right into your project. I think it's really amazing. So we're going to be talking about two kind of um, documents that you sent me. Your first one is your top 100 films. Yep. So we're going to talk about that. And then your second one is this list, like, oh my gosh, just this extensive list of over 3,000, 3,300 inputs. That's what I, that's what I saw from it of actors, right? Oh, that's, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So I, I've got, um, uh, I started doing this a long time ago. It started with paper and pen really right. because before personal computers were yeah. available and then slowly moving it online. I, I know this really should be in a database, but I just haven't got the energy to convert mm -hmm. this because basically over the 28 years, I've seen uh, almost 7,000 different films and, and in total over 8,000 instances of watching a film. So mm -hmm. that's a lot of records and I, I'm mm -hmm. converting that from... Word and Excel into a database just makes me run cold. So right. yeah. I, I'm persevering with a, a big spreadsheet. So what what I started doing was just listing it, and then after I've been listing films for a while, I thought I need to see some patterns or um, work out which directors and mm -hmm. and film stars I'm watching most of, and and really statistics grew from that. So yeah, I've I've got a list of the actors I've seen most in films. Mm -hmm. So top of that list is Michael Caine. Very proud that yes. it's a British actor. <laughs> Um, second is John Wayne, mainly because he just made so many films mm -hmm. and they are available. Um, and then going down the list briefly, Robert De Niro, Samuel L. Jackson, Sean Connery. Mm -hmm. So it's, as you can tell from this, most of this, apart from maybe John Wayne, is acts over those 30 years who've been right. still alive and making films. Yeah. And you go down into the 20s and 30s and that's when you start getting Gregory Peck and um, Robert Mitchum mm -hmm. and, some of these, and, and James Stewart. And some of these actors are ones that my 
dad really liked when he was mm-hmm. he he was uh, uh, in his twenties and thirties, and he kind of instilled that in me. So I, I like watching films by those actors, and I like most of those actors. Mm-hmm. And then, then it, also in directors, so I've got a list of directors: Hitchcock's at the top with forty-one, then Woody Allen, John Ford. Um, yeah, and I, I've yeah. just got a lot of statistics, and I, I've been I'm able to compare the decades because I like to do that to see any patterns. I know which years of, of release I've seen most of, um, and some quite interesting things over the time that, I've, even though films from the nineteen. Uh, 50s maybe not quite so available a little bit more now I've watched more films from the 50s than I have from the 60s and the 70s mm-hmm. which with my general feeling about what film quality was like then I'm not that surprised yeah. and I, re- I really do like films from the 50s right so I wanted to talk about your top 100 film list first uh, so I noticed that your newest film on that list is Interstellar yep that, and at the top of them as well and then that your oldest one is Napoleon 1927 yes. I believe yeah. do you I mean do you remember the first film that you ever saw and is it on this list I, I have, absolutely have no idea what my yeah. the first film I saw it's probably a, a Disney cartoon right um, mm-hmm. I think the first one I remember seeing is is the first Star Wars film in 78 okay. it must have been yeah. when I was 11 um, but I, I obviously saw films before that. But I'm mm-hmm. sure. I'm sure there were Is films. Star Wars on that list? No. Okay. No. Okay. So that's. Um, so I noticed that your top film is The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, Her Lover. Yeah. That's one that I really wanted to see. They mentioned it in one of the readings yeah. one time. So it's been quite interesting mm-hmm. coming to the university and, and going into film studies discussions because I get the feeling from the, the tutors and even some of the students that Peter Green is a little bit kitsch and um, mm-hmm. passe these days, mm-hmm. um, maybe not as favourite as he was. Um, I, I've got that film there, not because I think it's the best film ever made, but for mm-hmm. me, yeah. it's the one that um, made me think uh, about this whole auteur movement. That yeah. there's, this, there's this amazing thing you can do with film that's not just about mm-hmm. telling a story from A to B. Yeah. It's about um, the, the look of the film, right. how music works with the film, but particularly, it was it was the visuals, um, absolutely stunning in that film. Yeah, what I really like about your list is that, I mean, you really do get a sense because it's your top one hundred films that it's it's very personal. And I think sometimes where film can be the most useful is when we link it to our personal experiences. Yeah. I think film film is a little bit um, insecure about securing itself like as an art as something that you can mm. maybe study empirically but I do think that you lose out when you talk about film and you and you avoid that link to the personal so I I wanted to ask what is your criteria for for the movies that you have in your top 100 list I, I started doing it about five years ago and it took several years um, <laughs> I can imagine. mainly because I had some idea of the films that I, I favoured but then I was seeing ones that I'd seen before that I didn't realise I really liked mm-hmm. um, so I, I took my time deliberately took my time and um, and, and so there, there are some films that I've seen many times that might be surprising on there for example number 24 Falling Down Joel Schumacher from 1993 mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. Michael Douglas film it's, um, it's it was quite controversial at the time mm-hmm. there is some, just something about that film that, uh, that made me uh, really like it and I, I like watching it it's one that I can watch quite a lot mm-hmm. um, so yeah I, it, it's really just about making an impression on me I, I'm not trying to be um, filmy about it I'm not deliberately thinking I must have films by these directors in this list mm-hmm. there is nothing by Fellini in this, in this list <laughs> yeah. I really don't get Fellini at the, at the moment I never really have so <laughs> you know that, that that's just the way things are mm-hmm. um, so there are some definitely some auteur films on there 
Um, I've got number 11, Dogtooth, by Yorgos Lanthimos. Absolutely mm-hmm. love that film. I was just so startled by it when I first saw it. Have you seen Killing of a Secret? I have, movie? yes. Yeah. And that, that was, I, I gave it an 8 out of 10. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like Lobster, the one before. Yeah. Uh, although I've just bought it on DVD because I want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Dogtooth absolutely blew me away. And I really like the Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah, I really like yeah. Killing of a Sacred Deer. But it does kind of seem like Colin Farrell is just the character in the lobster, but a little bit more refined (laughs) and with a better haircut, I guess. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I really, I really like that film. I know I'm really happy that you, you sent me this list because I, I just watched Kill Bill one and two the other, like last night. So thank you for that. Um, How often do you return to this list and switch around the rankings? I, every time I see a film, I now, Mark it out of 10. I haven't been doing that for years, mm-hmm. for that many years, because I think I lacked a little bit of confidence about my own mm-hmm. personal opinion about mm-hmm. things like that. So I started doing that six, seven years ago. Um, so when I look at a film now, all these films in the top 100 are marked either 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. or 9 out of 10. So if something's marked 9 out of 10, then I need to look at this list again. Right. And I'll, I'll yeah. see if it, if it fits on 100. And it's a really difficult task, because... Mm-hmm. Comparing films from different eras, different um, types of film, can be quite difficult. So you know, it's just a, a snapshot. It's what I thought at the time I did this list. But yes, I will try and incorporate right. films, particularly if they're 10 out of 10, then they have to be on the list. If they're right. 9, they may be on the list. But then when you're ranking something out of 10, do you have like just 10 specific points that, that you're referring to in order to get that ranking? No, it's or just a gut feeling. Just feeling. It's okay. just my feeling. Yeah. And, and sometimes I do watch a film again and... I'll change the mark mm-hmm. because maybe it's a, a little bit more dif- disappointing than I yeah. thought or it's actually better because for some reason I, I like it more. Has brand upon the brain, like how often does number one get kind of switched because the cook, the thief, his wife and her lover and brand upon the brain are the top yeah. two. Uh, I, I've got three Peter Gooding films in my top five. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. um, I, I love those films so much mm-hmm. um, and I, I can't, I don't think anything's going to surpass number one on there mm-hmm. now brand up on the brain really interesting uh, i saw that in new york um it when it first came out in 2006 by um the canadian guy madden mm-hmm. um who, who yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and it's been seen by hardly anyone it had a mm-hmm. tiny release i saw it at the lincoln center cinema yeah. and i sat there it was a very short film 80 odd minutes i sat there just with my mouth open going i can't believe how amazing this is and i can't really describe it mm-hmm. uh, I can't get it on DVD, so I can't watch it again. Uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, so there's, it was amazing, but there was also the... Uh, I had this thing where my wife was watching it with me, mm-hmm. and I knew within 10 minutes she hated every <laughs> single moment of this film. I could, ten, I, could, I could sense the tension next to me. Mm-hmm. And, and that's happened in two films. One, one of them, the other one is Cine Doki in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. two and a half hours of, of tension to yeah. my right. So uh, that was... <laughs> yeah, so, so I, I think it's... I don't know how often it will come to pass a, a film will get into the top 10. I think mm-hmm. the last one that I added to the top 10 was Solaris, Tarkovsky Solaris. Right, yeah. that That's a hard one. That's a long one to watch. I quite like it. But... Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I, it's one of those films that I came out of thinking I didn't know I could like a long film where nothing really much happens. Yeah, And yeah. there was just something amazing about that yeah, film. Yeah, it is a fantastic mm. film. That is for sure. Um, well... Perhaps maybe we can move on to uh, the list of actors. I'm going to put up this this top film so that people can maybe compare your choices with yeah. their choices. I mean, just one final thing on that. Yeah. I, I, I um, added that to my Facebook profile mm-hmm. when I first finished the hundred. Yeah, and I, I said to people, um, 
please understand, I've no, I haven't watched every single film mm-hmm. I've, that I've ever seen, and this is my personal opinion. I'm not saying these are the best hundred films. And still, one of my Facebook friends said, "Oh, I can't believe you got this film and not this film." Oh, really? It's, it's so yeah. weird, that, and that's kind of the reason that I took so long to do it. Yeah, because I thought there's someone who's going to just get arsy about yeah. why I've got some things on there and some uh, not other things. Well, I think it's good to be bold and just say, yeah. "This is what I like. This is what I don't like." My personal favorite film is is victoria by sebastian chipper i don't know if you've seen it no i haven't yet it is two and a half hours long it's one continuous shot they don't have any hidden Uh, cuts like birdman i think it's fantastic and i remember i said that in class um when dan was teaching for the film theory and i just i just got so enthused because i love this film i wrote Mm. a paper on it last year and um and he's like, oh, well, it has a lot of problems. <laughs> like, okay, well, I still love it. It hasn't changed my. I, this my is opinion. the man who's introduced the um, the master's course by saying, if you if you ever wanted to not enjoy watching films anymore, then do a film studies master's. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. I thought, uh oh. Yeah, the more I think critically about films, I'm like, hmm, do I even do I even like films anymore? <laughs> but um, all right, so this this list this list of actors. I mean, where. <laughs> actors, directors, 2010. Um, there, there is so much here. It's just yeah. amazing. So you've been doing this since the 1990s, since like the first of January 1990. Yeah. Um, wow. I started with the uh, quite embarrassing war film Wild Geese with Roger Moore. Okay, terrible film, <laughs> terrible. Don't watch it. All yeah, right. but yeah, I, I, and, and one of the reasons I started it was because I used to forget which films I'd seen. Right, and yeah. and there's nothing worse than getting halfway through a film and realising you've seen the film before and you don't like it. Right. So it's kind of, for me, it just made sense to do that because of watching a lot of films. But in those days, um, it was, VHS was the the only way to watch Mm -hmm. films at home, apart from on four TV channels. Mm -hmm. And there there wasn't the cable satellite TV uh, proliferation of channels that you get these days. So, yeah, it was a very different time. Right. Um, But over time, as I've got, had a VHS player and then a DVD player and Mm -hmm. now just invested in the Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. It, and, of course, there's wonderful obscure TV channels like Talking Pictures, which mm-hmm. I absolutely love, which shows a lot of very bad films, but a lot of very good and yeah. obscure films um, from the 1930s, 40s, and 50s particularly. Mm-hmm. Very good at that era. Well, take us through this document. It has so many dimensions. Um, yeah. Why? <laughs> what are they? <laughs> okay, so we've got a list of actors. So any actor... And this, this is... They only get on this list if I've seen three or more of their films. And okay. this is about um, significant roles as well. So it's not just any film that these mm-hmm. actors have seen. It's ones where I think that they've played a significant role. So do they have to have kind of like a certain amount of lines or do they have to be subject no, to the it's, plot? Again, it's, it's just mm-hmm. a, a, a gut a feeling for, okay. for what is a significant role. So mm-hmm. in some films that might only be three or four people in some in. in um, other films, it could be fifteen, right. rarely, but, okay. but you know, eight to twelve isn't unusual mm-hmm. in in ensemble pieces. Right. There are just a lot of characters who have a significant role. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you have actors on one slide, and yeah. then directors. Do you have a favorite director? I mean, Hitchcock is number one. Hitchcock's but... the one I've watched most of, mm-hmm. and I, I really do like most of his mm-hmm. films. And I, I obviously love Peter Greenaway because mm-hmm. he's up there. Um, I'm seeing more and more John Ford films and, mm-hmm. and obviously we, we're covering him in, in film studies as well mm-hmm. so I'm seeing a lot of his films and really enjoying them mm-hmm. I actually really like Clint Eastwood's films mm-hmm. I know they're, they're, they tend to be relatively simple stories mm-hmm. but I like the way he does things mm-hmm. uh, yeah and the, the one embarrassing one in the top 10 is I'd be interested to know if you ever heard of Gerald Thomas 
I have not. You're you're talking about the director. Yeah, the director. So he's number five, um, which is for anyone who's British and particularly in my age group, maybe um, that he directed almost all of a, a series of. British camp comedies called Carry On films. Okay. okay. Um, have, yeah. you, have you never heard of no, those? No, I have not. They, they were things that um, you just watched growing up in in the 1970s and 80s okay. in Britain. So mm-hmm. they're on there. It's a little so bit maybe embarrassing. A little, little bit more nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, <perhaps>. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, there aren't many good films on, on that list of I've mm-hmm. seen 27 of Gerald Thomas's films. Right. Um, but yeah, there aren't many. So he's kind of a uh, a strange one to have amongst people mm-hmm. like Spielberg, Lumet, Sidney Lumet, Scorsese. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we mentioned this before, kind of in our in our Facebook message exchange. But most of the actors, or most of the films that you've seen, seem to be um, like more male oriented, and also a little bit more Western oriented. Yeah, I, I do watch a lot of westerns. I do mm-hmm. really like westerns. I think they can be amongst the most surprising films. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are very straightforward. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's good against evil. Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah. Um, but there are some. The fact that people like Howard Hawks and um, John Ford made westerns mm-hmm. means that westerns is something you should pay attention to, in my view. Right. So yeah, there are quite a lot of westerns. Um, yeah, I did a bit, a bit of um, uh, analysis uh, about a year ago about how many men there are on my film list, mm-hmm. both in in terms of act- actors and directors, mm-hmm. and it's. A, I don't know whether I feel ashamed of just the fact it's just the way it is in mm-hmm. the film industry. Of the how many actors there are on this list, it's... I think uh, it was like 30% women? Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. you know, th- over 3,000 different actors and 33% yeah. of them are women. Yeah. But in the in the director's side, it's, it's crazy. I mean, there, there are mm-hmm. about 700 directors, mm-hmm. only 3% of them are women. Who, yeah. Who, who I've watched three or more films of. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really startling. And I, I mm-hmm. was shocked by that. Mm-hmm. So do you go out of your way? I mean, again, when, when you want to watch a film, do you just do it based on like what you read on IMDb or certain reviews? Do you have a, a new... Yeah, and, and some mm-hmm. there will be some directors or st- uh, stars who yeah. I'll look out for. And I'll yes. think, I haven't seen that one. I'll, I must watch it because it's got this person or it's mm-hmm. been directed by this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I am... Deliberately looking for films directed by women now, now much yeah. more, mm-hmm. yeah, because you know it's, it's, it's a crazy statistic. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that to an extent it's about um, accessibility and and the opportunities that women are afforded versus men. Have you seen the new Marvel film, like the the Wonder Woman film? Oh yes, mm-hmm. I have. Yeah, yeah. What did you think? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was mm-hmm. it was good in the genre. I thought the yeah. the, the Wonder Woman, and yeah, it's unusual. I remember. Unusual to have a, a female lead like that, mm-hmm. e- even in superhero films. Uh, and I, I remember the Wonder Woman's television series when I was mm-hmm. growing up, yeah. Yeah, which is very different, yeah. <laughs> a whole different style. Yeah, yeah. That, so that was really enjoy, uh, enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and again, with so with these kind of lists that are so extensive, you've spent so long working on them. Have you have you considered submitting them to any kind of forums or? I, 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 I've been thinking, I, I, I thought um, anthropologists might be interested at some point, yeah. maybe when mm-hmm. I'm dead, uh, and hopefully <laughs> I, I can I can leave someone with 60 years of this stuff rather than just 30. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm interested if other people do this, and maybe that, yeah. if, if they listen to this podcast and mm-hmm. they might get in touch mm-hmm. through the podcast, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to know if other people do this. I've been, I spent a couple of emails trying to persuade IMDb to provide mm-hmm. a, a film diary function for yeah. users. Um, yeah. Because they have a, a lot of lists on yeah. IMDb in general. But, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but, but there's no way for you, where for you to say, apart from I've seen this film by marking it as a 10. Right. That's the only way I know of on IMDb mm-hmm. to say I've seen this film. And I think 
people would quite like to have a diary to say, when did I see this film, rather yeah. than just have I seen it. Yeah. And, and a bit more information so that they can mm-hmm. create their own lists of similar type of favourite directors, favourite actors. Yeah. But I've not heard back from them, but they're a busy company. <laughs> and maybe it's not a priority. Well, I wish you the best of luck with, with that. I, I mean, I, I do think that it's just a fantastic fantastic thing to undertake do you have any other lists besides i mean besides this this one document do you make lists of any other, other no 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 I, tv shows or anything no 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 tv shows mm-hmm. no books i don't really really read many books so i haven't got time mm-hmm. watching too many films yeah. <laughs> uh, but no I, I i am i used to be a, a, a collector um, file when i was a kid mm-hmm. and so my family wasn't surprised at all when I started this list because it's right. just very typical of me. And mm-hmm. I think if I could, I'd probably list everything in my life, which would be really perverse and weird. <laughs> but if I had the time, I probably would. Mm-hmm. So this was the one, and this takes up quite a lot of time, so I'm happy to stick with this as my mm-hmm. main kind of semi-autistic uh, listing. I Yeah, I mean, I think it's amazing. It's not it's not how I think, so it's a little bit harder for me to kind of wrap my head around. But I, um, I was actually talking to Dan today. I was telling him about this. This podcast that we were going to yeah. do, I showed him a little bit of your list, and he said that it was actually um, Cahiers du Cinéma, that uh, the French author, auteurs, and writers who who started making lists of film, like top top whatever right. film lists. Yeah. So and and so it has a very uh, deep history in kind of film studies and just yeah. kind of trying to create a canon. Um, so, so really, you're you're following a very rich tradition. Hey. <laughs> so that's great. I don't know if anyone else in the class is making a list as comprehensive as this. So yeah, yeah. I, I really do think it's fantastic. I have the advantage of being a lot older than everyone else in my class, so mm. I've got many more years of doing this. Um... I, yeah, I guess, but I have never thought about doing this at all. <laughs> so. No. So what's the next film that you're going to see? Oh, good question. I've got... Um, I promised Dan that I will see Citizen Kane again. I've got a, a yeah. DVD of it from the library right. uh, because I have not seen Citizen Kane because I've um, read so many articles about yeah. it. I'm like, oh, I, I, I made this um, <laughs> the classic mistake of in class saying I didn't really get much out of it when I first saw mm-hmm. it, and it was a long time ago I saw it, and and, and Dan kind of bristled. <laughs> <laughs> so I said I, I need to see it again because we yeah. talked about it and it did sound like something I need to pay more yeah. attention. And I've got a different frame of reference to watch it now because mm-hmm. so, you know, yeah, I know about, I know about the depth of field that Orson Welles mm-hmm. introduced yeah. and the way yeah. he's, he set His different innovation. standards mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I really want to watch it for that reason yeah. hopefully I'll get more out of it this time yeah. so oh, that's yeah. that's one of them and I've got, I've got a stack of DVDs I haven't watched yet mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so there's a whole load of things a lot of them I'm learning about as part of the course mm-hmm. and I really want to watch them yeah yeah I really want to watch The Piano next I think I really want to watch The Cook, The Thief I have not even got a player. I actually don't, but I will. Thank you. (laughs) I know, new technology, planned obsolescence, as my mom would say. What was the last film you watched? Um, Again, good question. (laughs) You have to look at your list. I do, actually, but it would take a while to get a massive list up. Yeah. Um, It wasn't one that I'm proud of. I think it was just just one one of those ones that I hadn't seen before that... um, this is, this is why, <laughs> but this is a good example, reason why I have this list because yeah. I, my memory. I, I once some heard someone talking about the, the human brain, and he basically said, "Don't ever try and rem- remember right. things that you need mm-hmm. to know about," because he called it the, the brain is the leakiest vessel. Yeah, and um, and it really is mine is certainly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if we can talk about something else, I will find. Mm-hmm. I will be able to tell you what that film is because it'll get there in the end. Yeah, no problem. But it takes a while to get there. Yeah, so yeah, so um, just some of the other things that people might be interested on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having seen eight thousand odd films, um, which I've seen most 
Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, and I've not seen any film more than seven times. Now, there are some people in my class who say, God, I've seen my favourite film 30 times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen four films seven times, and just for inf- interest. I think mostly because they're, they were available and, and they're easy to watch multiple times. So mm-hmm. um, David Lynch's Dune. Okay. And, and um, Miller's Crossing by the Coen Brothers, mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction Mm-hmm. by um, Tarantino and Trading Places the comedy with Eddie Murphy and oh, Dan Aykroyd okay. which was mm-hmm. just one of my favourite comedies when I was growing up mm-hmm. and so I just watched it occasionally just for a laugh yeah. yeah I don't know what would be my film that I've watched the most I, I know I've watched Victoria three times um, I know I've watched the Buffy series two times oh, which right. I thought was quite <laughs> uh, I was quite proud of that but I mean that's only twice yeah so the last film I saw was a Boris Karloff film from 1936 called Juggernaut okay and it wasn't very good. <laughs> so it has not made the list. No, absolutely <laughs> <Okay>. not. No. <laughs> well, fantastic. I think I think we're we're okay to leave it there. This okay. has just been yeah, I can't thank you enough. I I wish you all the best of luck with continuing to do this. Please yeah. please let me know if you change your number one at I any will. point as yeah. well. Or at least the, the top ten. Yeah. Because I'd be interested mm. to know to know what replaces it. it. Is, it's something will get into the top ten without a doubt. There'll be yeah. something I've never seen before that I'll yeah. go, wow. And again, you never like you never reassess the list and see if maybe something like at number fifteen could move. Yeah, on if I see it again, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll probably have another look. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. So you'll have to keep us updated. Yeah. Um, I'm going to post this on the Facebook so you guys listening can kind of know what we're talking about a bit more. And um, yeah, again, thank you so much, Patrick. Well, great. Thanks for doing the uh, the podcast. Yeah. It's a great oh, idea. My pleasure. Thank you. Okay. So yeah, I guess that's us signing off. Um, do you have you thought of a catchphrase maybe that I could end the podcast on something cheesy? Oh my god! <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, that's a wrap, or um, just cut. Or it's pretty see, good. See you after the next eight thousand films. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so. Yeah, I'll see you after the next eight thousand films, okay. Patrick. Great. Thank you. Thank you.